Welcome to Michael's Odyssey. Yeah, I'm gonna have to spice up the the intro. I am way too exotic for this shit. I have always believed many seemingly abstract concepts and even notions like culture, cultural values, values, morality are dissectable and especially not above the realm of human prodding and amendment. Most people believe some things are outside the purview of objective study or perhaps objective truths is impossible for a large number of rather subjective experiences and subjective concepts. I have always made this argument and I I believe it is a rather sound argument. That is, utilizing objective and rational leaning methodologies, we can measure, judge, and even rank concepts, ideas, and many more subjective and even existential things, so to speak. Or even, in general, there's things with abstract tenets or even an air of mystique around them. I've always believed we can measure and judge them effectively and should make attempts at it. An easy way of saying this would be utilizing scientific methodologies. We can design features of concepts like morality and a better culture. Comparing or in fact pitting one's morality or culture over another. Is that is that a possibility? Is one better? Is one more can we empirically show that one is more conducive for society and members of society than another school of morality, school of thought, concept? Can one's culture and cultural values be superior to another? Can the culture of a said group of people be in 
inferior to another. If that is the case, then the obvious question will be how would we measure? How would we be able to de- design a system that would accurately tell us which is which? And not accurate to to any, you know, just simple arithmetic um, calculations, but to its effect. To me, the question has always been why we believed we could not measure or quantify concepts in the school of thoughts or ideas. I've never understood that. That is not to say everything is empirically measurable, no. Well, at least not yet. I do not know what the future of human intelligence and the possibilities of technology and advancements are, you know, hold for us. But what I know is it is unfathomable. And if I was to look at the past as evidence of progress, then we we're doing okay. We are progressing. We're not doing okay, as in we're not doing the best that we can. But we are progressing, and we are showing that new worlds will still be built tomorrow. Completely new ways of thinking will be realized. So don't for a second look around and assume this is the best. It ain't. Firstly, um, we can, to a substantial amount, quantify abstract concepts by gauging its effectiveness or its benefits to the society it's used in, and measuring the you know measuring the, the impact of let's say cultural values on. The features, you know, the features of cultural values on the population, the well-being of the population. On this rock, we primarily designed our world, or still do, based on the thinking norms and customs,、uh, even in many cases, the political will of the majority. Sure, you could be ruled by thieving elites, but the the values, the customs, the underlying machinations, the persuasions and motivations, the software is still the same. So, in human society, the 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 cultural values showcases itself in how the society builds and governs itself, how it leads and interacts with each other, and it goes from an individualistic level up to a more communal, even political level. You know, governance and governance methodologies, lawmaking apparatus, guiding principles. What are the human right norms? What about the laws? What importance is placed on、um, social services, for example? That has implications. What about positive community engagements? You know, interactions between individuals, between an individual and his community, between between individuals and your neighbors. In law, for example,、um, community、uh, 
values betray themselves in 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 in, in how the laws you know what laws are in place in, in in a society what laws are championed by the majority what system of laws are championed by the majority which laws are passed and how you know when these laws were designed what was the motivation what is the impact of these laws on the well-being of the population what about on the well-being of the minority we can actually take a poll on something as uh, something that sounds very complex for example let's say the enjoyment of culture of one's culture you can take a poll of let's say 500 people dissect features of that poll i mean features sorry of that of the you know the the culture the cultural value and ask people on if feature A or feature X of said cultural value or norm positively or advantageously affects them, their physical well-being, their mental, their emotional well-being. This can also be applied to other systems of life, especially when it comes to interactions with, with each other and, and our environment. So whilst, yes, I firmly believe and the data shows we can measure abstracts, you know, we can have the data collection methods, we, we can have observers for concepts like this, we can develop even equipments and self-correcting and uh, monitoring systems in place. We gotta make sure we use credible data. We have to encompass a large percentage of, of the demographic. We, you know, we compare similar demographics. We compare features. We can take and compare different features of, of different cultures, of different cultural values, and, and see how they work in different environments. The term culture, even, is, is, is such an, an umbrella term. Culture is the sum of it is the sum of total of, of, of the learned behavior of a group of people that are generally considered to be the tradition, you know, of that people. It's usually gone, you know, generation to generation. Culture is a is a collective uh, programming of the mind. That helps distinguish members of peoples and groups of peoples. The arts is also culture. How we manifest our intellectual achievements is culture. Perhaps literature, um, paintings, philosophy music human centricism is a cultures what I've noticed uh, this is just a sidebar in the current landscape you know notwithstanding historical context uh, societies usually identify with cultures differently and look at cultures in terms of its clear definition very differently 
not just the difference in the subjectivity of the actual culture, nor the definition of what culture is. And that is very telling. In Africa, Southeast Asia, for example, um, culture is, um, is, a, is, is deep traditions. I believe much deeper in, in, in how it is adhered to. Almost more like an organized religion, a lens, a, a very definitive lens on, on, on viewing the world. I find this very interesting. Now, at the core of culture are its pillars. That's what we call values, its principles, its moral and ethical codes. You know, this right here, Nagas, and Wiggers, and all in between. This is the this is the juice, you know, with all the right vitamins and whatnot. You know, values are you know abstract concepts that um, that agrees, okay, fundamentally agrees that certain kinds of behaviors are good, or right, or ethical, moral, and desirable. Values are expensive, you know. They they have preferences. They have clear preferences. Uh, certain, you know, s- ways of life or of st- states of affairs over others. You know, they being they, very subjective. Yes, you know, you can have objectivity within a subjective uh, value system. They have self-labeled things as good and evil, right and wrong, natural and unnatural. Now, this isn't necessarily negative or positive. However, it does it does leave room to intrude and to intrude into disciplines and areas of life that are, you know, calculable and might disagree with them, especially when it comes to natural and unnatural claims. Is it value are what binds and positions us? They are not intrinsically good or bad. It depends on what those values are. The history of value, for example, the reason why people choose a value does not make it good or evil. It's how that value system affects the well-being of the people of that community, of that culture, of that school of thought. Many values, if, if, you, know, if you notice, remain unconscious to, to, to the to the participants, to the people that hold them, like us, they, you know, us, actually. And, and, and that's why in some cases they, they, they cannot be discussed clearly, or it's very difficult to, to observe them. It can be inferred, you know, from how people act under, you know, circumstances. That is how you know and see them, how they vote, what they hold dear, under different circumstances. Values come in a variety of subcultures, you know, they, they, they come from, from social institutions. 
you know, their cultural values of the broader group, which is what we're primarily talking about. And they're also personal individual values. A society can have all of its all the values once, but if it doesn't know how to enforce those values, uh, those values are not effective. That is why societies always develop different forms of you know social control to help push, continue on, and channel its values. You know, social civil laws, for example, are, diff- are formal ways of enforcing you know social orders. Um, peer pressure, society pressures, religion, doctrines, and dogmas are another um, informal methodologies and um, ways of enforcing social orders. Now, with informal methods, uh, creates a problem. We'll, we'll see that as we move further on. Even within cultures, there, there are two schools of thought you guys would enjoy. Um, there are cultural relativism and, 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 and cultural determinism. I know, fancy-ass terms. No, they're not. Um, cult, I mean, the, the, the theory of, of, of cultural determinism is very straightforward. This is just the position that the ideas, the meanings, the beliefs, the values that people learn as members of society is what determines human nature. People are what they learn, right? So there has to be objective ways or ways and schemes that will be able to objectively look at people's culture. The optimistic version of this theory, you know, postulates that human nature the nature of human beings is is malleable. Humans can choose and change and prefer other ways of life. It also states that yes, humans are indeed passive in a way, and they they follow what their culture tells them. Now, obviously, not the the trick is not is the extent to which you believe in this. Okay. Now the other point, cultural relativism, is when you know different cultures and different groups they think, they feel, they act differently. Yes, but they feel there is no scientific standards. There's no way to consider if one group is intrinsically superior to another. Anything we see and how we view the world is is strictly a subjective view. It's however a group sees it is how they see it. There is no normalcy. There's nothing like normal, you know what I mean? Subjectivity is its normal. But these societies are okay with judging other groups, okay? That are different from theirs. Really, most, to me, most in Nigeria, or to a large extent, would, I believe, lean towards more cultural relativism. Seeing that the um, exalted positions we, we place our cultures and its values as a guiding light, and not just the exalted position, but the the almost cosmically, you know, 
almost a godlike way we, 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 we look at it. It cannot be touched, altered. This is usually done unconsciously, but it makes, it makes culture a very central cognitive rudder. Now, cultural relativism obviously is, is, not, is not wrong, or it's just a, a way of viewing the natural world. But I believe objectivity always transcends subjective biases. There has to be a search for objective truth. And irrespective of whatever events, objective truth is objective truth. And methods that take us as close to the purest form of objective truth is what we must aim for. You know, to help us properly calibrate and, and understand the natural world and our place in it. To, to truly understand our physical, mental, emotional, physiological, psychological states of being. To best govern our continuous, progressive evolution. But, we always want, you know, members of cultures and groups, we always want our way and our way to be the right way. Now, this is what scares me about exalting one's culture way too high. That is, you know, placing one culture in an almost ethnocentric way or viewing the world strictly through a subjective lens of one's culture. You would want your way to be the right way. Understandably so. Now, wanting your way to be the right way, I, I can understand that, but to an extent, right? Now, this, this is a point right here. The extent, number one, and the idea of having an extent to, to what you want to consider the right way. And how well, I mean, how blindly do you want to consider your way the right way? I think this is one of the underlying gears to the design of people, especially as a collective. Again, this is not wrong, it, it is just more inefficient. It has elements to it that creates and maintains blinders, uh, blind spots and restrictions, especially for social changes, which is, you know, which is vital in the case of... of, of of a change to a more positive stance for the majority. We cannot blanketly cover all attitudes or doings, both positively or painfully horrendously. How would we separate in factual judgments, for example, from value judgments? You know, how would you separate empirical fact from, you know, assessment that something is good or bad based on your own, on, on an individual or a group standards. Shouldn't we have a standard that, irrespective of whatever a group can believe in, that standard stands, irrespective of a group's priorities? Now, what if my assessment on the natural world clashes with another? What if it promotes violence against a subgroup or um, a gender, for example? You see, this... These are points of contentions. Cultural values, you know, they, they shape our, our, our attitudes. 
they influence you know our our normative behavior. They they help us define what our roles are, and 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 define roles for individuals within a social structure. Above all, it it guides intentional acts. This is something that is that is that is brutally important. Careful observation of of this will highlight that a more relative way, a cultural relativism way of viewing the world, or a more overprotective way of viewing the world, or viewing the world strictly from the perspective of one's cultural design or a cultural value per se comes with several cognitive you know mental blind spots you know features behavioral patterns thought developments that we do unconsciously or consciously that is insensitive to a larger picture things that we do not truly understand thoroughly the question there being you know is there a, perhaps a universal right way of doing this? This, these are questions that come when you want to challenge a different culture, a different value system. The question, that actual question, is there a right way of being a human being? Is is actually a point of objection to the subjective lens. Because right way is almost somebody else's way, our way. Your way is the right way. But the discrepancy is that our way in one society almost never corresponds to our way in another society. So, so who's wrong? Is there a wrong? Or are we all just allowed pure subjectivity to walk around feeling we're both equally correct? Is there a cut-off mark to the to the extent of subjectivity we are allowed? And if there is, are, are there methodologies or school of thoughts to help with this? This understanding here should give one pause and cause to ponder deeper. If that is the case, then how do I judge or interact what is right or wrong with others who differ from me? Especially if I have to share a country or a society with them. What of subsections within my culture that disagree with certain key aspects of my cultural, of the group's cultural values? When something affects how we physically interact with others, you know, marriage, in dialogue, if something affects how we vote politically on issues, on ethical issues, even. And etc., etc., etc. You know, first, wait, let, actually, let me preface this by saying we can measure better, and that by better, I mean the best possible lifestyle, well being outcome awarded to, the, to everybody or the overall majority of a group within a society and the practitioners of a specific culture or, you know, the advocates of a particular value system. That is what, you know, that is better for all. So, how, how can we differentiate between cultures and rate them and gauge them? 
For this, I, I believe we must take a composite measure technique to create any, you know, to create measurements and indicators. Because values and cultures in general are very complex. Now, composite measure techniques means the use of several indicators to construct, you know, uh, an index, you know, for the concept um, that has been empirically sampled. Now, perhaps we look at the, the rates of inequality. We, we, we look at how an individual is within a society. How well does he feel he can impact his society? Already collective. And what about the majority? How, how blindly does the majority ex, you know, assert and dominate with their ideas? And how well do they include the others? How... How well are the poorest members of, it, of, of that community looked at? How well, the, how well is a reward system available for those that are deserving of a reward within that system? Can the system self-correct? And, and, you know, by practice values, I mean actual practice values, not noise. You know, not just the vocalized values, you know. If you ask anybody, any culture, they all say the exact same things. Oh, we have a great culture. We have the greatest culture in the world. We have a great value system. We are good. We are better features than others, blah, blah, blah. But in result, in, in, in actuality, we, we have to look at actual results. We have to look at the the beneficial influences that a cultural value or a group of cultural values have had on the majority of individuals or the entire collective. What laws were actually upheld? Or, you know, what standards of living have been pursued by the group and achieved and attained? How it's, you know, the treatment of its weak demographic. What about innovation? How does that society look at innovation, pursues innovation? What about prosperity? What features make up said values, actually? Those most definitely leads to deeds and actions and behaviors that are beneficial to one and, 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 and all. So, features matter a great deal. They could be constituted as positive and negative. If we could then look at all cultures of the world, or look at your culture and you know compare them with 10 other cultures you know look at the metrics that we you know that I've mentioned above you know your upheld loss treatment of the weak innovation um, how well you've adhered to the verbal promises of your culture or the cultural values and how have you been able to translate them into laws for the benefit of all this, you know, these and many other metric systems can be added. Now, with this in line, if we're able to arrange it for all 10 countries or for 50 countries or for your culture versus other cultures, do you think we can observe a clear divide, a difference between cultural values? Do you think we can see similarities between the, uh, let's say, the top three most prosperous or successful societies that abide to a particular...
particular set of values. I believe all values are, I believe values are, you know, in life, values are objective concepts, yes, that can be scientifically analyzed, measured, judged, and made better. I believe primarily, you know, and I view cultures, cultural values as a result of its effects. It's consistent delivery of positive improvements and additions to the well-being of all. Are there better ways of structuring a, a, a system? Are there better ways for a society to apply economic laws? Are there better ways to respond, for example, to civil emergencies and financial crashes? Yes, 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 yes. Are they better ways of taking care of the collective children, for example, of a community? Yes, there are obvious better ways that will assure the well-being, the mental, physical well-being of children are achieved with doing A, B, C, D. In better systems, in, 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 in cultural features that benefit the majority, or, or, or greatly benefits all the members are usually inf better informed they seem to be uh, more knowledgeable if you're better informed if you're more knowledgeable you have a better let's say system a better way of responding to the needs of the people see many worldviews cause unimaginable and cruel, purposeless suffering. Many, many cultures, many, many features of cultures and many features and many, many value systems, many ethical codes held by a group does this. Now, when we see that, the question is, can we challenge it? Can we change it? If we can measure If we can measure, I mean, if we can challenge this, if we can change this, then we can measure a society and a culture. We can differentiate based on the culminations of, of several of these markers I've mentioned. In essence, my, my analysis and studies show the, the culture, the cultural values that provides the most underlying persuasions, actualizing in actionable laws and norms for achieving the highest positive well-being, either intellectual, mental, emotional, and physical, for all the highest percentage, or as much as the closest, you know, the highest percentage of the population of its members. And I'll even take an extra step, step in saying, a culture that also purposely causes, that, that, that also purposefully actions of being aware of what their cultural values are, what their persuasions are, and its effect is superior to a culture or cultural values that firstly and obviously has less actionable laws and actionable systems or applicable norms and customs that aids, uplifts, and serves to protect a lesser percentage of the population, obviously. But secondly, 
also the so-called better culture is more superior to the culture that actually gravitates towards and uphold values that are detrimental to its members, especially for irrational own biases. For example, um, in the people of Al in Albania, okay, it's a culture called canon, which is if a man commits a murder, his victim's family can kill any one of his male relatives in reprisal, okay? If a boy or has the misfortune of being, of being the son or a brother of a murderer, he's done. Well, he has to spend his days hiding, for example. That is scary. This is an example I picked up from, 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 from you know, just from research and from, from an understanding of just the misfortunes of having bad cultures or cultural value systems. Um, so now I ask, is yours better? <laughs>